0: Dafnun the last thing we we're discussing was that Nazir becomes Tameh if he gets in contact with the spine or the skull and we asked the question is it spine or skull or is it spine and skull and we left off with no answer and then Rameh bar asked the question when it comes to the spine and skull is it half a calve of bones if they're not complete bones is it half a calve of bones or like every other tumah of, of, of Met? Or, or is it even if it's a quarter-cub because spine and skull have been specified, they're different? Meaning, is it like every other tomb uh, Met or are we more Mahamir? And with that, we're going to start amud Amudbet, four lines from the bottom towards the end of the line where there's a Tashimah. And the going to try to bring a proof from our Mishnah. Amar It says in our Mishnah that uh, and uh, has to shave on the, shidra on the spine and the skull and that's when they're complete when they're intact now veisal, kata, ta, ta, chroba, atza, moda, temina, shidra, now if you want to say it's even a quarter of a cave of bones that comes from the spine and skull Hamir they more they're, they're more stringent let the Mishnah actually say this. Why should we have to figure out a halakha like that all by ourselves? Let the Mishnah actually say it. So we see from Rava that when they're not intact, it's a half a calf no matter what, otherwise the Nazir does not shave. Now the problem is, Rabah himself said. Now this is uh, last da'af in regards to machloket. Rabbi Akiban Hachamim, in six different things, he mentioned the spine, skull from two uh, dead people, a rova, a quarter kav of bones from two dead people, and Rabah is the one who said. Rabbi himself said that we need to bring the case of the spine and the skull from two dead people, even if you don't have a quarter cuff of bones, still they're metameh since they're intact. And it sounds like if it was exactly a rova kav of bones, a quarter cove of bones, if from the spine and skull, it would be metameh. So, how are you explaining from our Mishnah that it's half? So the Gemara explains. <laughs> that he only explained that uh, perush and the Mishnah and Aholot that's only after he heard the perush from Rabbi Akiva he heard that the spine and skull were two separate mahlokot between uh, Rabbi Akiva and Hachamim. and to be able to fit Rabbi Akiva why don't he argue on one big mahlukot between him and Hachamim? so he said okay we're talking about less or more than a quarter a of bones Meaning, when he brought his perush over here, but the half of a cup of bones, he didn't hear that mahlokit yet. So now he changed his mind. So, okay, so I'm going to try to bring a different proof. Again, the question is, uh, from Mename Bar Hama, a quarter kav of bones from the spine and skull, when they're not intact, when they're not complete, is, is it half a cup like everything else? Or could it even be a quarter? And Tashema, we have a break, that says, Omer, mehad mina o mina If uh, Nazir came in contact with one bone from the spine or from the skull, he's metameh, even if it's less than a quarter of a kav. And if he saw Mahmir, then he would probably tell the Nazir to restart a root if he came in contact with, uh, with less than a quarter kav of bones from the spine or skull. And here you have an answer that when it comes to uh, the spine and skull, even when they're not intact, uh, uh, you don't need to have a half a kav, even less than that is uh, strong enough to make the Nazir, or restart Nazirud. And the Gemara says, no, maybe Shani Shamaid, the Mahmir maybe shama is different, he's more Mahmir when it comes to Tum'ot, and you can't bring a proof. The like Gemara says, "Yeah, but if you show me now that uh, once you try to answer up that Tama de de Mahamir hal Rabbanan ad so then maybe you could say opposite. Okay, Shemai is Mahamir; he wants a quarter, but maybe you could learn that Chachamim say it has to be a half a cup and that's your answer. You know, ad Ika Hatzia until there's half a cup of bones." Like my again, pushers deal. Maat can the law banana de shemai. Maybe when do hachamim argue on shemai? Ella be'aitzem Maybe if it's one bone, okay, it's not a big deal. Aval atzamot. I feel rabbanan But listen, if there's a quarter calf of bones, maybe they would agree to shemai that an Azir would have to restart nizirut. Meaning we don't have an answer. We could really take hachamim this way or that way. We don't have an answer. And we have a Brahma Eliaizer. Rabbi Alizer said that the the original elders, satana you some of them used to say log them. half a cave bones, half a log of blood is the is the measurement that to be metame oil. That means if uh, Nazir or any Erkohan walked into a house with a half a calf of bones, a half a log of blood, you would be with them, eh? Lakol. For all tum'ot, whether it's tuma, kodashim, nazir, pesach, whatever it is, that's the measurement. However, robat, samot, or bi'itam, lola kol. But when it comes to a quarter calf of bones, quarter log of blood, it's not for everything. Meaning, half a cup for everything standard, a quarter is only for some stuff, not for everything some of the original elders would say, or dam they would say, "No, a quarter kav of bones, quarter log of blood is also that's the measurement for all things for tuma purposes." Now, betin shel ha'raham. That was the original betin. That was the original mahloket. However, the betin afterwards, they ended up saying betin shel ha'im amru. Chatzikav atzamot v'chatzi logdam. It's half and half, la everything. However, roba atzamot or b'ayit dam were Mahmir on a quarter kav of bones and a quarter log of blood, litruma v'kodashim. That's for Tirumah, Kodashim purposes, When it comes to Nazir al Sepesah, we can be lenient that it's half a Kav And even though this doesn't really make sense, we have to say that's the Halakhalemoshe Sinai Now the problem with that uh Braytader Bilizer brought is that that third explanation that Betin is not a real compromise because the original Beit just said it's a half or a quarter. They didn't say that there's a difference between Truma, Kodashim, Nazir, or SePesach. The, the third the third uh, opinion in that Braita is its own separate opinion. It's not a compromise between the first two cases. Yeah. And That last Bedin didn't make it up on their own. They heard this They heard it from the and that's why they came up with their third Shita. Next, we learned at the end of the Mishnah The Nazir uh, has to shave on the, the following Tumot. Now Al Elu the, when it says "alilu" on the following uh, tumot and that we mentioned the ma altei coming to exclude the case where you have a small piece of bone, the size of a barley, the mm-hmm. al in that if the nazir. Touches it, moves it, then he has to shave and start it all over again. But if he tents on it, or if he he goes into the house with it, he does not have to restart his nizirut. Now, when it says "al the following tumot, and as he has to shave. Uh, in the end of the Mishnah, it's coming to exclude a case of a stone that tents over an area in a arabim so let's say you have a huge fence or a huge wall going on by al Abim and you have, let's say, stones coming out of it and one of those stones has a tum'ah under it and the Nazir went under one of those stones, he just doesn't know which one, and then he does not have to restart his Nazirut. Next, we learned in the Mishnah uh, of a half a kav of bones, and nazir would have to restart his nazirut. And, and it sounds so, like Hatsi kav atzamot, in a it sounds like half a kav, he would have to restart his nazirut, but not a quarter kav, So what are we talking about? Let's say that a quarter kav of bones had... They had small pieces of bone the size of a barley I should say that the Nazir would have to restart his Nazirut with a quarter cup because there's a barley size of bone over there and it says in the Mishnah that he has to shave on that Ella, what are we talking about? When does a Nazir not have to shave on a quarter cup of bones? That's the Akmah Akmuhay when it became like flour someone grinded the bone and it, it now just like becomes a powder and the Hidush of the Mishnah is that even though it's so small and it's crushed up, if there's a quarter calf, then he's metameh. Next, we learn the Mishnah. If the Nazir comes in contact with a limb from a living or dead person that has enough of flesh on it, and what we mean is that if it was still in contact with the body. There's enough flesh on it that it would be able to reattach itself and heal up. So the question is, let's say, let's say it doesn't have enough flesh on it, and let's say it was, in, uh, it was uh, connected with the rest of the body, it would not uh, heal up. So it does not have enough flesh and it also doesn't have a, a bone the size of a barley. My, what would be the halakha? Does an Azir have to restart his Nizirut or not? Rabbi Yohanan says that Nazir does not have to restart his Nizirut. Lakish Amar, Anazir, Megaleh, Halein. Rashlakish says he has to start his Nizirut over again. Rabbi Hanan Amar En Nazir says he does not have to restart his Nizirudesh because the beginning of the Mishnah said, i ever mean a met, i ever mean a Alehem Basar If uh, if the uh, Nazir came in contact with a limb from a living or dead person that has enough flesh on it, then he would have to restart. Meaning only in that case in he would have to restart. If, or if he got, came in contact or he tented under it, but if he doesn't have enough flesh, he would not have to restart his Nezirut. He would have to restart his Nezirut. He would have to shave, even if he came in contact with less than a barley size of a bone. Because it doesn't say in the next Mishnah, which discusses when an azir has to shave or not it, over there doesn't mention anything about a bone being bigger than a barley or, uh, or, a, or enough flesh on it and Rabbi Yohanan tells you anything that you could figure out on your own from the resha, the sefa, the second Mishnah I didn't have to mention Meaning in our Mishnah, it said that he would have to shave if he came in contact with with enough uh, flesh. It doesn't have to mention anything about that in the Sefa. I can understand on my own that if there's not enough uh, flesh, then he would not have to shave. But the Gemara says to Rabbi Yohanan, in, in, the, in our Mishnah, it says Hatzikav atzamot." It says that the Nazir would have to shave on half a kav of bones. The Hatzikav atzamot" in "rova atzamot." it sounds like half a kav of bones. Yes, he would have to shave a quarter. No, And then it says in the sefer "rova He would not have to shave on a quarter kav. Now I could figure this out by myself in the Resha, Why do I need the, the sefa to mention it? Based on your logic. So like Mark explains, Ha'atam over there, ilav roba'atzamot, if the Mishnah, the Sefa, the next Mishnah didn't mention a quarter, a quarter cup of a'atzamot, hava'amina, al ga'ov, v'alma sa'olo. I would have thought that even if he came in contact or he moved it, he still would not have to shave. Le'achi itzterich lemitne roba'atzamot, that's why you had to mention a quarter cup of bones. De'al'aylan hu'de'en anazir me'gale'ah. Uh, only when it comes to tenting, if he went into a house with a, with a quarter kav, he would not have to shave. And again, those photos remind us we're talking about where they've been crushed. Uh, they're still on contact. So now the Gemara continues asking on Rabbi Hanan. Remember, Rabbi Hanan said... If there's a limb from a living or dead body, you don't have enough flesh on it, the Nazir would not have to shave and restart his Mm -hmm. Nazirut. So the Gemara asks, Let's say half a log of blood. We're understanding when it says half a log of blood, that's the only time a Nazir would have to shave. But if it, it, but we understood that if it's a quarter, for example, he would not have to shave. The catane basef, and he mentions it mentions in the sefer. It says in the sefer, if you eat them, a quarter dam, meaning I could have figured this out on my own. So Rabbi Hanan, according to you, it doesn't need it in the sefa. So and he'll tell you no know, hatam also, but then sefer I needed it. La pokem the Rabbi Akiva, the argument of Rabbi Akiva, the Amar Rabbi if you eat dam, Aba Mishne Metim itameh ba oil. He held that if there is a revi'it of blood that comes from two, uh, two, uh, two dead people, then Azir would have to restart his Nazirut on it. The Mishnah had to mention it over there because it wants to say that an Azir would not have to shave if it came in contact with the revi'it of blood from two dead people. Now, the Gemara wants to ask on the source of the mahloggit between Rabbi Yohanan and Shlakish. So, hi ever minamet this uh, limb from a dead body, what are we talking about? If it has a barley size of bone, then might Amad why is Rabbi saying that the Nazir does not have to shave? If it doesn't have a barley size of bone, why is Reb Yohanan you need to shave? So the Mike explains, Amad we're talking about a situation where you don't have uh, you don't have a barley size of bone. And still we have a pasuk that added it on, and therefore if an Azir came in contact with it, he would have to shave and restart his nazirut. We have a that says that's the pasuk. Anyone who comes in contact uh, with that dead body and the bright as the rest of the words. what's alpene that's if someone walks over that body he's the tent over it he becomes tame. when it says bahalal ze ever mean high that's if someone comes in contact with a limb from a living person there's enough flesh that if it was con- if it was still in contact with the rest of the body it would be able to heal and be go back, grow back together herev if someone touched the sword that killed someone, it's as if he touched the actual dead person. And that's a and he's tum'ah. And that sword is metameh. Anyone who touches it, tends over it seven days. Then when it says, That's a limb that was cut off from a dead person. If it has enough flesh that it could reattach if it was connected and, and healed, then it's metamebe o'il. Or adam When it says adam, that's a quarter calf of bones, it's o'il. ze keber satum. That's even a closed grave. We're talking about a grave where from wherever the dead body is to the roof of the grave, there is a tefah separ- of air separating, but still, since it's filled with dirt and other stuff, then it's mitame. so anyone who walks over it, anyone touches it becomes tamir. And even if they came in contact with the area that the mit is not directly there, because the, the tumah is there, there's nowhere to go. The amar Mor, tumah bokat ve'ola, Because we have a famous Mishnah in regards to tumah of a grave, if there's no open area between wherever the dead body is and wherever the top of the coffin is or the top of the summit, uh, the top of the grave, then the Tum'ah goes up to the sky and then the Tum'ah also goes down all the way down to the depths of the world. And that's why today, uh, um, the Shalis tries to keep a Tefah separating wherever the body is and wherever the top of the... Uh, the kever is there should be at least uh, an open tefah this way the tum'ah stops otherwise you get into whole machloket especially if a plane is flying over a cemetery and then we get into whole machloket jewish cemetery not jewish cemetery very interesting so to look into but we'll stop right here baruch hashem le'olam amen veAmen.